Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas. My guest today is Tom Nixon. He's with Towards Zero Deaths. Tom, welcome back to Community Focus. Good afternoon. Uh, Tom, real quick, remind our listeners what Towards Zero Deaths is all about. Towards Zero Deaths is a multi-pronged program that looks at trying to reduce traffic fatalities by in serious injury crashes by looking at what's happened before and preventing them from happening again happening again. And and what we have is a coordination of our engineering, enforcement, education, and emergency trauma services that tells everyone, that's actually our 50, on what to do in response to these crashes. Okay. Um, it's been a tough couple of years uh, with the numbers going the wrong direction as far as fatalities on our highways. But uh, do I understand right now things are trending a little different? At least at this point in time, we have some good news to say that we are under last year's number, which was a unfortunately high year. At this point today, uh, 55 people have lost their lives on our roadways preliminarily. That's what we have for a number, 55 lives lost, compared to 61 last year. Hmm. That's not a big difference. It's not zero, like the de- the goal of the program, but that is where we're at. And uh, one thing to note at this point is seven of those is are pedestrians. Oh, wow. So we've we've had a uh, large number of pedestrian and one ATV, one UTV crash, no motorcyclists, no bicyclists since January 1. But we have some work left to do. Obviously. But good news, good news. We are in at least the right direction. Yeah. Uh, you and I have talked about that uh, over the last couple of years, one of the main things that's been happening is excessive uh, speeds. I mean, people have been just going way too fast. And let's talk a little bit about that. Because, uh, I think uh, the enforcement part of uh, TZD has discovered that they're going to get out and try and slow us down a little. We know that people's behavior changes when there's enforcement present. Um, Whether it's the parent walks into the room and the children (laughs) tighten up their behavior or they're in the classroom or you're on the roadway and you're humming along without a care in the world and and you see a squad car, you usually check your speed and you usually make sure that everything else is in order, even if two minutes before you knew you were fine. Because we want to, for the most part, avoid those consequences. Yes. The consequences beyond the ticket or the citation or the infraction are are the crash outcomes that we know people don't die in crashes. They're tragically and traumatically killed. It is a a very bad uh, way to go. So as we can try to employ people to think about crashes and the association with, you know, the negative effects of those, law enforcement is going to be out there looking for the behaviors that contribute to those and, you know, Speed is always uh, a high number of crashes every year. In fact, it's sometimes the leading cause of crashes. And when we think of speed, it's not necessarily that you're going 100 miles an hour or 80 miles an hour in a 55 or a 30 or any of those things. It's too fast for what you can drive at that time. If it's too fast for conditions, you might be too fast at 40 miles an hour in a 60 mile an hour. If there's ice, you go off the road. One of the contributing factors was you were going too fast to control your vehicle. Yeah. So when we think about when we look for speed enforcement, uh, the HEAT program is something that was uh, implemented many years ago. Well, not that many years ago, but more than 10 years ago. And the outcomes were there was a lot, there was a high intensity of of saturated enforcement strategies that were to go out and find people that were were speeding. And the margin uh, that people have used to think they could get away or to maybe fudge the, the, the limit a little bit. 
that's going to get narrower. Uh-huh. And and I, I think for what you should pay attention to is the road design, the anticipated travel distance, the speeds, all of those things combined for a safety benefit unless someone's not following it. Enforcement's going to hold a much tighter tolerance to what you should be driving on the road. So don't be surprised if you see a higher enforcement presence. You should. And you should also anticipate getting stopped if you're not following the limit. The limit is the limit. And if you do get stopped, anticipate a citation. Yeah. Uh, and tell me, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the fines get higher uh, with the amount of miles per hour over the limit. And if you get too far over, they just give you reckless driving, which is even worse. It just gets worse. Yeah. That's that's the simplest statement is it just gets worse. And and that's the part is, you know, there's there's the, the, the fear factor of what it's going to do to your license and your insurance and those items. Those are definitely real consequences, but the greater consequence is you're going too fast and something comes out from the side or someone pulls out. It's all secondary to what happens in that moment. How fast can you react? What's your speed in comparison to the object you're going up against? And you may have a five-star crash-rated vehicle up against a one-star dump truck. (laughs) Kinetics and physics today still prevail over any ingenuity in, in safety features. And as much as I advocate for people to look at technology as a positive thing, we know that there's, there's, no, there's no substitute for not getting into a crash. Yeah. All right. The other uh, uh, factor, one of the main ones here, is always been impaired driving. And I say that because we're coming up on another big uh, weekend of celebrating here for St. Patrick's Day. And uh, it's one of those things, again, it's okay to celebrate, just have a safe ride home. Yeah, the luck of the Irish is not probably going to help you navigate uh, the, the beacons of the road. You, you need to just plan ahead. And it's no surprise, that's, that's part of the day. That's for a lot of people. That's part of the day is imbibing. And no reason to drink and drive at all. You, you, can, you can completely avoid it by making a plan or being the plan for somebody else. What a, what a blessing it would be to just say, hey, friends, I'm your, I'm your person today. Just call me. And go ahead and, and have a pop or do something else while you're with them or, or just be the chauffeur. But you have plenty of time to plan ahead, whether it's this, this celebration tomorrow, the day of, or some of the local celebrations that are going to occur over the weekend. Just, please, just think ahead. It's going to be such a fun time, and you don't need to have those consequences come along with it because you can avoid it. Yeah. By the way, I, I've been a DD myself uh, on a trip here recently. And as uh, they were asking everybody what they wanted at the bar, I said, no, thanks. I'm the DD. He said, oh, DDs get free uh, soft drinks. So that was a nice perk I didn't realize existed. You know, from a, from a very basic standpoint, I think that the, uh, the distributors and the bar owners in those places recognize if, if you're there to take care of those people, those people are there to have a good time. And, and it's a good investment at that point. So I, I encourage those places uh, that, that do that to help people make good decisions because they're going to be away from your business forever or for some time if they get in trouble or, or worse yet. So it's great. Be a, be a DD. I've been one. It's, it's, uh, it's your turn sometimes, and sometimes it's just fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, as we head for spring, uh, where you mentioned motorcycles and bicyclists early, earlier here in the program, we're going to be seeing a lot more of those as spring comes. And uh, um, the other thing is, uh, this time of the year, 
There's a lot of leftover sand and gravel on the roads until yep. uh, they can do the spring cleanup. Because of that, these two things can be kind of dangerous, can't they? And, and we have one more, I think, addition to that is uh, inexperience. When we think of $5 a gallon gas, there's a lot of uh, historical data that associates motorcycle purchases in, le- in, in oh, relation to sure. high gas prices. So those of you that aren't familiar, if you're thinking about getting a bike, Please go to the rider training program. That's that's a big step. It's it's something that uh, yeah, I may save you some on insurance. It's a great experience. You get to use somebody else's equipment to learn, uh, which is a big help. And on top of it, you're you're prepared for some of those things that maybe you don't think about. For instance, like you just were getting at the sand that's on the roads. We got a little bit of rain going on today. That's not going to wash that off. And uh, well, we're going to see we're going to see bikes out here soon. People are going to be. Yeah. I've seen them already, but. People, <laughs> You know, good for them. They want to get out, but there's risk, and those experienced riders know their risks. They know their limits. They keep uh, alcohol and the handlebars separate because they they need that edge. They need that ability to ride uh, um, as as sharp as they can. So for the coming weeks and months, yeah, watch out for people getting out and enjoying the the sun and and the change of time, which we'll talk about something else here in a second. But it's it's that time of year, so distractions can be a distraction you may not see and those vulnerable road users it, the start seeing motorcycles campaign is, is along like the the bicycle and pedestrian campaign it, start seeing motorcycles is is actually found to be not a very great program in the, in the idea that you're not looking for what you're not looking for so what we would advise, uh, you know, one tip the, the motorcycle clubs have talked about is teach kids early. Slug bugs will look for motorcycles. You know, do things where you're training yourself to look for motorcycles. Single headlights get lost. So, you know, bikers, make yourself as visible as you can. Do the wobble as you're approaching intersections. And, and drivers, be vigilant. Please, uh, they're they're not able to um, do as well as you can in a crash, but we're going to see more people on the roads, and and in that way, we need to be paying more attention. Yeah, no doubt. Um, what else were, are some of the concerns as we head for spring? So, as we think about the time of year, and we just had daylight savings time, uh, especially our younger drivers who are still adjusting and and learning, parents, guardians. Pay attention to how they're doing in the morning. If they're getting a little groggy here, you know this. This we know that daylight savings time has always associated crashes with those time periods. We've seen where people are not adjusting, and when they're rushing to get out the door, that's that's not the time to get behind the wheel. We really need to help them plan ahead. Uh, the speed component to that is when someone's late, they try to make up time by driving faster. That's true. And if you can do the math. Uh, it doesn't save you very much time to speed. It, it very much time. It, it it's insignificant, but the risk is is exponential. Yeah, yeah. Um, as as we uh, move our way into spring too, we'll probably be talking about trailers and other hazards that start to show up. But yeah. uh, that's a ways off yet. I, it I, it I is think. a little ways off, but uh, yeah, we're going to see people pulling boats. So you boaters, check your, your lights and make sure everything is secured. Make sure that if you're coming uh, back and forth from the landings or, or wherever you're moving stuff to storage, that you have loads secured and, and lights and trailer lights and trailer brakes and tires all in good shape. 
The other thing we're going to see is some road construction. We do a lot of crack sealing uh, this time of year on the roads where the, the frost has opened up those cracks. And before they can fill up with water and create a new frost boil, they'll get in there and fill that crack in. So you're going to see roving maintenance operations and be prepared. That's, again, that paying attention part. It's so easy to drone off on our own, let alone with the rest of the distractions you may give yourself by trying to find things on your phone or on the floor or what have you. So watch out. They're going to be out there working and they sure appreciate the space and and your attention. Yeah. And one last thing, we've talked about it uh, so many times, but uh, as much as we talk about it, I get back in my car and drive, and there's somebody next to me holding their phone, and it's hands-free in Minnesota. Put those cell phones down. It's not new news. <laughs> it's not new news, and it, it's, it's difficult. Uh, I think that for most people, they understand uh, that it's the law, but they think they're better than, than the reasoning. And I, I guess the, the negative reinforcement comes along that you can get away with that distraction over and over and over again until you can't. And I, you don't know when that's going to be. You don't know when you're not going to see what you need to see. And the tragedies that have occurred because of that, um, the news has covered enough times. We don't need to enumerate those, those cases. But for your sake, for, for the people around you, for the people you care for, hopefully you're setting a good example because the kids behind you or the people around you are seeing what you're doing as well. That's uh, We need to put the phones down, eyes up. Yeah. Talk to your kids about the technology. Most of these phones, if you're dealing with, you can just ask your AE or whatever it's called, the uh, electronic assistant, to uh, to call for you. You don't have to pick it up. It There's a lot of ways you can leverage technology to make life easier, and that's exactly one of them. You can you – can, and don't, don't fool yourself. You're still a little bit distracted even while you're thinking about those things, but at least your eyes are out. At least you're looking and you're paying attention to something greater than just that. But the old joke of, well, you know, why do you, why do you turn the radio down when you're looking for the road sign? It's not that the radio's uh, that much of a problem other than you need the concentration, and this is the same story here. We need the concentration. Yeah. All right. Well, it is, uh, I think, day in and day out. We've said it before. One of the most dangerous things you can do is get behind the wheel of your car. So pay attention. Uh, drive the speed limit. Don't drive when you're intoxicated. And obviously, uh, just uh, stay focused. You got it. Tom, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks to you very much for your time and WJGY for always giving us this uh, platform to talk about traffic safety. All right. Let's everyone be safe, and uh, we'll look forward to a good spring. Tom, we'll see you again soon. Sounds great. Thank you. Tom Nixon with Towards Zero Deaths is our guest today. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be found anytime. They're on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also find them on our free downloadable app that's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.